We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Two hours down. Keith McPherson on the fan. The last KM to AM for 2023. <clears throat> I'm pushing through. Little under the weather, but like not to the point where I can't host the show and take calls at 877-337-6666. You know, I'm talking to some of my Devils fans online. Shout out to Pucks and Pitchforks if you're listening. Shout out to the Brat Pack if you're listening. And I think, you know, I understand this take. I understand this thought, but it's something that I wanted to talk about and just clear up because I'm giving Tommy DeVito props for showing up. I'm giving him props for going to Kanji Leo's or whatever it is. Let's see. Um... I want to say the name correctly. And like I said, I saw this kid was at Bubba Coos today. I know he's been doing these things. Coniglios. So uh, some people feel like it was damage control. He was doing it to save face because he was getting bad press. But the report that I saw on ESPN NFL, and like think about this, folks. This kid from Cedar Grove, New Jersey, that played at Don Bosco Prep and is quarterbacking the New York football giants the rest of the season is being talked about nationally. Good, bad, indifferent. There's no such publicity as bad publicity, right? Same way, like, listen. So um, the post that went out from Coniglio's, you know, they talked about the fact that his rate went from 10K to 20K. Yeah, yesterday's price is not today's price. After he won that Monday night football game and he added more followers and was on Pat McAfee, ah, we're going to need 10,000 more. But another report came out that, they had nothing in writing. They had nothing, de- like no deal, no contract. So it's, 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 um, he said, she said, it's whatever you want to believe. But I believe that Tommy DeVito had nothing to do with the negotiations. I believe that Tommy DeVito didn't name the price. Maybe Stan Stellato, his agent, said, all right, we're going to need a little bit more if we're coming there. And something that I relate to is, man, and like, I'm not a celebrity, I'm not famous, I'm not an NFL quarterback. But I've done a bunch of meet and greets. I've done a bunch of, you know, taking selfies and talking to people and shaking hands. That's work. It's exhausting. And Tommy DeVito is lining these things up in his hometown area for fans. And hundreds of people are showing up. And I just felt like it was solid of him. I feel like he's a real one for showing up there. He didn't have to. He could be sitting at home getting ready 
to uh, face the Eagles. He could be sitting at home relaxing, resting, chilling with his family as we get to the holiday time. And I saw Darren Ravel put out there, class act, Giants QB Tommy DeVito showed up on his own this afternoon. And he went to the Coniglio's unpaid, the pizza shop that originally had scheduled the appearance. Um, He showed up there. I just think the kid is a solid kid. I think he's a good guy. Business is business. That's why he has an agent. The agent is doing the business. It might sound shysty to you, but whatever the quote from the agent was, it's a shame that the restaurant promoted that they would have Tommy when we didn't have a signed contract. We didn't raise the price because nothing was ever agreed to. So if it was a handshake agreement, if it was a verbalized thing, or if it was even a DM, that's not a signed contract. That's not a signed deal. All in all, he did not have to make good on that, and the young man did show up. The greatest thing you could do is show up. The hardest thing to do is show up. The greatest gift you can give to someone is your time, your presence. And I just wanted to, again, put Tommy D over as, you know, we got people uh, trying to build up Aaron Rodgers. So he's coming back. We got great news today. Aaron Rodgers is going to give us an extra year. Okay. Okay. We'll be here to continue that saga right here at WFAN. But let's talk about a hometown guy, one of us, a kid that just seems like he's got his head on his shoulders. He's not getting too big. He's not out there saying, oh, well, if they don't send me 20K, I'm not showing up. He said, I'll, I'll pull up. I'll be there. I'm a regular guy, and I was walking around here as a regular guy, and if Daniel Jones doesn't go down, if Tyrod Taylor doesn't go down, no one would care to see me. No one would care to have me sign their shoes or their football, and I'm just happy that I'm living the dream. So shout out to Tommy D and the DeVito family. I know they're making money, and like I said, what I hope is that he rides off into the sunset, beat the Eagles at least once, and uh, sign that contract to come back and make it a million-dollar deal, more than multi-million-dollar deal, maybe a two-year deal, a three-year deal with some incentives and get the bag, and that way it won't, wor- it won't be something you got to worry about, about $10,000, $20,000. 2 Holden in the third period over at the Rock. Devils, Flyers, knotted up at 2-2. Looking at the NHL scores, <clears throat> excuse me, it's also 2-2 Rangers, Maple Leafs. And the Islanders, the Icelanders, they're rolling, man. They're up 3-1 over the Oilers, so let's see if that holds. Let's get back to the phones and see what you guys want to talk about. And let's go to Rich in Brick, New Jersey first. What's up, Rich? Hey, what's going on, Keith? Long time no talk to you. How are you feeling tonight? I'm good, I'm good. A little bit of a you know cough, a little bit of a, a headache, but... You know, it's just it's cold outside. I got a baby with with germs, and I got a job yeah, how's to do. That, so I'm here. How's that boy of yours doing? Great, I'm blessed. He's getting growing. Yeah, he's he's huge. He's big. He's he's holding his own bottle now. He's starting to crawl. He can he can go right, left, back, but he he struggles moving forward. But uh, he's cute, man. I I've been telling everybody, I'm like, oh, I got to kick it with this guy. I'm gonna be chopped liver. Everybody's gonna want to see him. Nobody's gonna want to see me. Truth <laughs> there. <laughs> they grow fast, so. Enjoy every moment while you have it. I am. I can't wait for Christmas. This is my first Christmas as a dad. I know he won't remember it, but it's just like it's rejuvenating. Uh, I used to not really care for Christmas. I used to not really get all into it. I thought it was a lot of propaganda nonsense. To be completely honest with you, I was four years old when I learned about the Christmas secret, and I had to hold that secret from my sister who was two years younger than me, and I held that for about 10 years. So I never really was like a Christmas guy, but now having a baby, I'm like, Cool. I'm a dad for X amount of Christmases going forward. This is going to be fun. 
Okay, now on to sports. A couple <laughs> yes. of things. Number one, I'll take those off over one Aaron Rodgers any day of the week and twice on Sunday. The kid's doing things right, plain and simple, and he's humble. And it doesn't hurt that he's a Jersey boy, too, at this point. It's a good story. Hopefully it has a good finish. Yeah, and hopefully he keeps progressing and, and him and Dable keep working and they are able to compete and uh, he's able to protect himself running the ball but getting to the end zone. I, I'm really rooting for the guy. True, but they got to do something no matter what with that offensive line because it just it <laughs> showed its suspect this past week. Yeah. I can tell you that much. Yeah, but it, now, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it was never good all season, and they've had so many different configurations. It was only a matter of time. I know they had a couple wins there against subpar teams, but it was only a matter of time till they actually went up against some guys in the Saints defense that manhandled them. Mm-hmm. So, and about Yamamoto, this whole thing about people reporting this, people reporting that. You know, it's a wonder they're not reporting when he's going to the bathroom or not. But seriously, <laughs> at this point in time, you know. He's going to get his back, and it's going to be – I have a feeling it's coming this Friday. And the reason why is because if you look at everything, Japanese culture, very high on the Christmas holidays. He wants to have things wrapped up so that way when he goes home, he's not negotiating at home, and he knows what it's going to be going to. So him taking this time on this one is going to be no problem from there. And I've been bagging – on Cashman all and how all year with you during this past season, I have to say, Hal's really stepped up and has impressed me. From the way he signed Soto, says, look, I don't care. We're giving him up. You're getting him. He's coming here. And now with Yamamoto from there. Yeah. So let the process just handle itself. You know, the things that we could do about is, you know, all these reports that, oh, these guys are the front runners, or these guys are the front runners. And they can't outbid Steve Cohen. Yeah, you can't outbid Steve Cohen, but when was the last time Steve Cohen made a good business decision with the last two pitchers that he bought right. and he's in the hole for and having to, having to pay them to go away at this point in time? So he may be a little bit shell-shocked from right there. And while I'm bringing it up right now, if I am, you brought up Pete Alonso earlier. If I'm Pete Alonso, I'm taking notice of this right now. And the reason why is because they're all – Cohen and the rest of the Mets organization are drooling over Yamamoto. But have they done anything to say, hey, Pete, you know, we, we see you. We want to, you know, extend you. We want to lock you in. Let's, you know, let's get this thing done. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That's a great point, Rich. Thanks for the call. Well, let's go in backwards order. I was saying that type of stuff about Pete Alonso this past season. How he's had to watch his whole team, right? Guys come in and hit the mega millions. Not just guys that he came up with, like Brandon Nimmo or McNeil, but watching guys come in there like Justin Verlander for half a season, signed to 43 million. Watching uh, Max Scherzer absolutely suck every time they needed him. Big contract, big deal. Francisco Lindor cashing out. Took him two years to get Jeff McNeil. A Ford Bronco. <laughs> He's got over 300 mil, right? Starling Marte comes in there, paid. The season ends two years ago. Edwin Diaz, great one year. The trumpets and all of that. 100 mil. P. 
he's like, what about me? I've been here. I'm the guy. I'm the face of the franchise. I'm the polar bear. I'm the home run derby champ. I represent us every year at the baseball festival, at the all-star game. Like, I'm the guy. Fans have my jersey. Like, when are you going to take care of me, rich owner? There's got to be something to say about how they're courting Yamamoto, and he's never thrown a pitch in Major League Baseball. There's got to be something to say about him going across the country. Not across the country, across the globe. Twice. To Japan to get this guy. And then having a dinner at his house. Has Pete Alonso ever been? I'm sure he has. That's probably been to Steve Cohen's house. But, you know, they feel some type of way, these guys. They definitely like, what have I gotten for what I've done? There was a time where we were saying Pete Alonso was making his money by winning the home run derby because he wasn't getting paid that much. So that's why I say, I keep hearing all this talk about, you know, and it's died down some now that the Juan Soto deal has, you know, happened some weeks ago. But the initial reaction from some of our hosts and some of the callers that are Mets fans about, ha, one year, yeah, King Cohen will get him next year. Like, worry about your guy. Worry about Pete Alonso, who's also a Scott Boras client. Because he went out to get Scott Boras for a reason. He wants top dollar. He wants to get paid. And if they don't pay him, right, in this David Stearns era where we heard the Milwaukee Brewers and the Chicago Cubs were interested at Pete Alonso, um, interested in trading for Pete Alonso at the deadline, there might still be some interest out there. And this is Stearns' world now. Stearns might love Yamamoto. Stearns might see the rotation for the Mets and say this is exactly what we need. So Steve is really on it. But I, I really do believe this is the David Stearns era of the Mets. And there's a lot of underwhelming signings. And this is supposed to be the big signing. But if you miss out on Yamamoto, what's next? Call me up. 877-337-6666. Matt is out in the Poconos. What's up, Matt? You're on the fan in New York. What's going on, buddy? I heard it was your last show. I figured I'd give you a call so I could get a call in before the end of the year. First I'll, be time, on, I'll, I'll be on tomorrow. I'll be on Thursday. But I'll be on when everybody's asleep. And then next week, I'll be on a couple days after Christmas. I think we do have a afternoon drive time that's going to pop up. But uh, I'll wait to, you know, really talk about that next week. But this is my last five-hour block, my last, like, KM to AM. All right. Well, I'm glad to spend it with you. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. (laughs) I'm working, man. You helped me get through the time when I'm working late. And I'm sure we're helping you get through the time. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of a nice symbiotic relationship. Yep. Works both ways. But, uh, yeah, man, long-time Jet fan, unfortunately, bleed green. I got my daughter into it. We were out there in the rain in Atlanta, all game, struggling. Good girl, didn't even complain one time. (laughs) Happy to be at an NFL game with her dad. Good dad. Yeah, man, seven years old. She was 3-0 and before that game. We thought she was the lucky charm, but she's 3-1. and If they would have played Zach Wilson, they could have beat them. Oh, my God. But, you know, that's the biggest problem. It's like, how are these guys playing stock in Zach Wilson? Like, they just caved in the year. It's like all summer long I'm looking and seeing my boy that went to Indy, the, the stash, and it's like, how are they not signing this guy? We're still in we Magic last season. Yeah, there's a few guys you know? out, that are that were out there that were available that moved around. Anybody. There were other options. They defaulted into the Zach Wilson option because Aaron Rodgers – Likes the kid, had a relationship with him prior to coming here, and wanted to put him under his arm, take him under his wing, and say, this is my uh, project. In three years when I'm out of here, Zach Wilson will be ready to be the quarterback of the Jets. Nope, they're going to trade him this offseason. They have to. I know, but it's like Boyle. So, but why why keep Boyle? I'm (laughs) someone that's at least worthy of Because he, quote-unquote, knows the system. 
Oh yeah, I that's, know. that should be the bare minimum. You should know the offense. That's the scariest part, really, is just because how do you think that we're going to have any chance next year again? You know, with Joe Douglas at the helm, the line's been a disaster. I mean, you could have put Peyton Manning back there. Anybody would have struggled with that line. Obviously, we had all the injuries, but, you know, even the guys that he picked up, it's just everything's just been yeah, it's, rough, I don't know. It's... Rough, tough sledding, and it's like, <clears throat> it's a you know, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm, a, I'm the oddball Yankee and Jet fan, but no, I, know Pocos, a few, I know a few you know, of those. What, what I'll Living say to you, Pocos, Matt, there's it's... no more yes. We got we don't have the yes network out here, so I, you know, no? I kind of fell off with the Yankees a lot. Oh, because it's on the app city. now. You have to like go sign up for the app to stream it. It probably doesn't reach out there. It's funny, I actually yeah. rented a cabin in the Poconos yeah. for Christmas last year. But this is what I'll say about the Jets. I don't know how folks thought they were going to go from the record they had last year, nosediving, losing all those games to Super Bowl. I don't know how folks think that like back to back years like this, they're just going to make the jump to playoff team. It, it, that's so rare in the NFL. You need so many things to go right. You need a good draft, good free agents, good coaching, health. You need so many things to go right to go from nothing to something in this league. Like the perennial contenders are still going to be there. There's two in your division. Then there's a bunch of other teams in the AFC from the Chiefs to the Ravens. And then you can't count out other teams. Like if the Steelers fire Mike Tomlin and they bring in a new coach that gets them right, they're right there. If the Chargers hire Bill Belichick, they might be right there. If the Raiders keep going with Antonio Pierce and they make some moves, they could be in it too. So I just think it's it's crazy to think that, oh, well, next year's the year. There's so much more work that has to be done. But I guess as a, as a fan, you got to keep the faith. Yeah, man. Listen, 44 years I've been watching these guys. I feel like another 44, and I probably still won't see a championship. But, you know, I just, just wanted to, just get uh, to the give, give you a shout-out. You know, you seem like a good dude. I'm glad you're getting yours. You know, I, I've been listening for a while, and it's good to hear you doing your good. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to say what's up, man. Thanks, Matt. Have a good one with your daughter. Happy holidays out there in the Poconos. Just get to the playoffs. I was saying that early. I'm like, why are we talking Super Bowl? The goal should be to end the drought and let the chips fall where they may. And when you look at this AFC, bro, (laughs) like this was the year. If there ever was a year, there should have been a backup plan. Hey, Rodgers is old. He's up there in age. We just saw the 49ers get to the NFC Championship, and their third-string quarterback got knocked out. So they had to put Josh Johnson in the game. Rob, don't you know all those guys over there? In San Francisco, you don't keep in touch with them? What are they saying? Yeah, they're saying you need a quarterback. They're saying they feel like they could have been in the Super Bowl if they just had a backup quarterback. Not Josh Johnson, a journeyman that's played for 14 NFL teams. So when you look at this whole situation this year with with Aaron Rodgers, all roads lead back to Aaron Rodgers. And when you look at the AFC playoff picture, like I don't want to hear the excuses anymore. Look at the Browns. Joe Flacco... They didn't call him, or was Flacco just not interested in enjoying the Jets again or being on the Jets again? He probably was over it. He got traded to the Jets. He was over there for, what, a year and a half, something like that, two years. No, I'm good. I'll go to Cleveland as a former Ravens legend. I'll go to the Cleveland Browns, and I'll put them in position. (laughs) I'll put them in the thick of the playoffs. So you have Joe Flacco, you have Jake Browning, and you have Gardner Minshew right now. If the season ended today, they're quarterbacking AFC playoff teams. On the bubble, you have C.J. Stroud, but not even C.J. Stroud. Did you guys hear the story about how Davis Mills, who was drafted in the same draft as Zach Wilson, Davis Mills had came in when the Jets knocked him out of the game or whatever. The young man, C.J. Stroud, is in concussion protocol. 
Case Keenum is a University of Houston legend. He's like that in the H-Town. And he must be a good guy in the locker room. Because supposedly the team took a vote and, and guys spoke up on it. They said they wanted Case Keenum to lead him, not Davis Mills. And he went out there against the Titans, who were dressed in Houston Oilers gear <laughs> in the throwbacks. And he leads them to victory there on the bubble. So when you look at the complexion of the AFC, if you had a Mike White or, I don't know, a solid option as a backup quarterback, not signing Trevor Simeon, not actually giving Tim Boyle starts, you could be right there in the thick of it this year. And, and it's a shame that you're not. And all roads lead back to Aaron Rodgers because it was all about him. And I don't know how you make plans like that. I don't know how in the NFL, when there's 53 guys on the roster, you make plans that all of them are going to stay healthy. It's a violent game. It's a rough sport. Everybody gets hurt. 877-337-6666. We're about halfway through my five-hour show. Call me up and join the show. No more guests. My Casamigos big shot of the night will come up at 11, and then we'll do open mic, whatever you guys want to talk about. I'll sprinkle some more topics and conversation in right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Juan Soto? Yeah, yeah, Mike check. One, two, one, two. Juan Soto, what it do? Coming through. All right. Let's take some calls, man. Uh, I'll keep putting little things out there. I think you guys pretty much know the conversations around Aaron Rodgers meeting the media, closing the door on his return. It's not happening. It was never happening, but, like, it's official now. He's not 100%. The team's eliminated, and... I mean, I think you, you could figure out that this was where we're heading. Like, It wasn't hard to see that this would be the case. But I know you got to believe in something. And, you know, that's what you do as a fan. It's hope, hope, hope week all the time. You got to hope for something. I just, you know, had hoped that the Jets would be serious about bringing in a backup quarterback. But they didn't want to give up any assets to trade for one. The cap, you can't really pay a guy. And you don't want to steal the thunder of one Aaron Rodgers if somebody else comes in and leads the team to the playoffs and ends the drought. Well, the drought continues. It didn't actually happen. And the wait for Yamamoto continues. His signing hasn't happened. And we hear on the weekend about him going to Steve Cohen's house and the meeting with the Yankees again. And I think there's a Yamamoto fatigue setting in for a lot of us. I think there's a lot of baseball fans, specifically here in New York, that heard about a meeting with the Red Sox 
meeting with the Phillies, meeting with the Dodgers, and it's like, okay, all right, what else you got to do? What else you got to see? What else do you need to know about these teams now? But I do think, you know, with Bob Clappish reporting that this could go past Christmas and stretch into January 1st, fourth window, I think that might be the okie doke. I think we could hear about this as soon as tomorrow through Friday. I don't think that he wants to be breaking news on Festivus, Christmas Eve, Christmas. Like, that's uh, that's not the way to go. Joel Wolf knows better. And Joel Wolf, I'm sure, wants to spend time with his family and friends and have his business done. And this is big business right now for him to figure out where Yamamoto is going to sign and what the contract's going to be. And we we wait for that. I mean, those are the biggest stories, unless you want to talk about Zach Wilson's mom or M. Rada being kicked out of Madison Square Garden or, I don't know, Jeter Down signing with the Yankees. And no, we, we know what the main topics of conversation are. Tommy DeVito as well. I've, I've been putting respect on Tommy DeVito. I just think he's a solid kid, raised the right way. You know, people build you up just to break you down. And uh, we built this kid up. And then, you know, report comes out that, you know, that report did not have to even hit social media. Uh, Siri, like. Siri, please. Siri, please. Bro, good grief. Like, it's technology, bro. It's taking over. Artificial intelligence. That's awesome. No, it's not awesome. Interrupting the show. I'm not, I, like, I don't even know how that happens. I think there's, like, a, a key on my MacBook that you can, like, trigger Siri. I don't ever use Siri. I don't need your help. I, I know voice command is the thing now, and, you know, you're talking to your remote control. You're talking to your iPhone. I, I got fingers. I can type. I'll just search. 877 877- 337-6666. Matt in Ocean Township on the fan. What up, Matt? Happy holidays to my fellow Ocean Township class of 06 alum. Go Big Red. Matt, what's your last name? Cohen. Oh, Matt Cohen. What's up, dude? What's Where you up, been? man? How are you? Good. I'm uh... living that living that dad life like you, man. Oh, congratulations, <laughs> bro. Um... I got You're not I still working for twins. the Giants, right? I know that was a while when you hooked me up with the uh, Giants parking pass. Yeah, no, I left there in probably 19. Um, I've been a few years, but um, yeah, I got twin boys. Um, they're wow. 16 month, months now, yeah. Man, congrats. I'm smiling in here. I'm happy for you. Congrats to you too, man. Appreciate well you, bro. We, we used to ride our bikes to your house to hoop. Remember that day we pulled up with all of us from Middlebrook? <laughs> Those were the days. Ocean Breakers, what's up? <laughs> Ocean Breakers AAU basketball, yup. <laughs> Um, all right, man. So listen, uh, uh, two things. One, uh, one, uh, Soto and then a Tommy DeVito thing. Um, you talked about it with your previous guests and I've heard it like several places, like what Soto would command on the open market, like 500 million, 600 million. I've heard it a few places. My comment on that is in, in what world is Juan Soto getting 500, 600 million? When you look at the richest contracts in baseball history, Put Otani aside for a second. He's, like, special. Aaron Judge comes clocks in at number two, I think $360 million. Number three, I think, is Harper, like 330 Number four is Corey Seager, around 330 And Soto is maybe on that level. Like, Soto's a really good player, but he's not, like, he's not an immortal, like, you know, whatever. So I think, I get that he's young, he's a good player, but, like, I think that Soto is going to get like 150 to 200 million dollars more than 
Aaron Judge, Corey Seager, Bryce Harper. Like, no, it's it's, I, it's, it's speculation. It's, I, it's it's people yeah, trying yeah. to it's people really trying to act like the Yankees can't afford it, which they can afford any contract in baseball. Uh, also, this guy's got to go out there and earn it. This is his prove it year, right? Judge commanded four hundred million <laughs> from the Padres, three hundred sixty million from the Yankees because he went out and broke the AL home run record. Juan Soto's got to go out there and ball, and I get what he's done, and you get paid off of what you, you, you've done, and he's young too. But, yeah, I think it's just a lot of people trying to put the number up too high for most teams to be able to even offer him that number, and there only to be a few teams that could bid for him. Yeah, I'd be surprised if, I mean, if there's even a four in front of the contract. But I, I could be wrong. We'll see what he does this well, year. Supposedly um, he turned down $440 million from the Nationals. But so what? Just because, I mean, we've seen players turn down <laughs> contracts and then never get back to where they once were. For sure. Happens all the time. Um, on DeVito, quickly, um, the story that's out there. So, obviously, you know, I like I worked for the Giants. Um, this whole, like, this, this the story I've seen a couple of places, like, he, like, commanded more money. Like, he was asking for more money. Like, yeah, 10000 more than what they originally agreed on. I don't know what to believe. Look, I, I, I can just say, like, I, and I don't, I haven't worked there in, like, you know, three, four years now, but, like, my experience from my four or five years there is, like, the rookies, like, basically do whatever they're told. They go to every, they go to every hospital visit. They yeah. go to every charity thing. They go here, they go there. Like, the rookies yeah. tell the rookies to go somewhere. Like, they go somewhere. So the the idea that Tom, I mean, Jeremy Lin 2.0, as I like to call him, like, Tommy <laughs> DeVito, like, is Yeah, he's not big league in anybody. The kid is happy to show up wherever they're booking him because... He could be home. Exactly. Yeah. So I again, I have no firsthand knowledge, but my experience from working there, there's there's no way in heck that Tommy DeVito is trying to. You know, there's, there's no shot. He's no shot to happen. He, I don't think he's. I don't think he's telling his agent, "Hey, we just won on Monday Night Football. I want twenty G's." Ten. Not doing it. He showed up, and I don't think the kid yeah. is is driven by money. I think this kid is a football player. I think he loves the game. I think he grew up a Giants fan in the area. Loves that his family is being celebrated like this, and he doesn't want any negative press. Like I said, they build you up to break you down. As soon as they build this kid up, this didn't even have to hit social media. Hey, we agreed on ten thousand. They wanted twenty thousand. You could have kept that private. You could have kept that under wraps and just canceled the event. But of course, in the social digital age we're in, that spreads like wildfire. Where ESPN NFL is picking it up, and if they had to do damage control or whatever, I don't care. At the end of the day, he still showed up there. Yeah, I think it's total BS, like I said, because, you know, just from my experience from working there. Um, but anyway, listen, that's, that's all I got. Listen, happy holidays, man. Keep doing your thing. God bless you and your family. You know, keep keep, keep up the good work. Hey, man, great to hear from you. Have a good holiday. Appreciate you, bro. Good. Blast from the past right there. Ocean Township. We're getting a lot of Ocean Township calls. People in Ocean, I mean, people in OT listen to the fan. I don't think any of us thought I would be on the fan back in those days. But here we are. Let's keep it rolling. Frank is in Bradley Beach. That's also the same area. That's where Al Dukes lives. What's up, Frank? What's up, bro? How you holding up? I'm good. Uh, just trying not to cough on the mic. Pushing through. We're on the second half of the show. It's my last hey, five-hour show of the year. I'm blessed to be here. Well, I've been listening the whole way down. I was up at uh, the Hobby Hive in East Hanover for that Tommy DeVito event. Um, you know, I was helping the guys out at the shop. And I got to tell you, Keith, everything you're saying about Tommy is spot on. Uh, football kid, class act, proud to be from New Jersey. You know, the little hubbaloo with uh, Coniglio is the fact that he went there and made it right. You know, great job by him and his team. And exactly what you were saying, man. Like, this dude 
stood there for two and a half hours, signed everything every kid put in front of him for the most, you know, obviously within contractual agreements, which is how all these things go. Yep. Um, and just, dude, what a class act. Was amazing. His mother was there. His, you know, a lot of the guys from his team were there from, you know, his PR folks. And the one thing I think a lot of us can't even comprehend is how overwhelming this must be for a yeah. guy in his, raise what, 24, 25? Yeah, it's Christmas week. Like, He's about to play bro, the Eagles. This is a yep. whirlwind. Yep, exactly. And, like, you could you could tell, like, even though this kid's got everybody grabbing at him, a million and one photographs, signing his autographs, you know, hundreds of times, like, was great with the kids. He was opening up a bunch of packs of football cards at that shop, the Hobby Hive in East Hanover. Mm-hmm. He, I just, you know, I got a little glimpse tonight into kind of his operation and you know you do the private signings you talk to the guys and you know we did all that stuff tonight man and total class act you know me you and i are both jersey guys through and through and we root for new jersey yeah and how you could how anybody could beat that kid up for anything at this point no yeah i wasn't Um, going for it i I made sure to build him up tonight because i saw i'm like look they build you up just to break you down now they They want to make it seem like this kid is out for money um and and he did right by showing up. And and Frank, not for nothing, man. You and I know this from doing events from uh, Paul O'Neill to Jose Trevino. Like, and I'm sure we got more that'll come up in this next year. I try to yep. try to tell folks that is work. This guy has to go to Bro, practice. Yeah. He has to study film. Yep. It is work to go yep. out there and shake all those hands, take all those selfies, yes. have all those conversations with strangers. It's exhausting on top of what it he is. has to do. And Keith, and, and you know, you, you said that perfectly. And, you know, look, I've had to write checks from my own personal checking account to professional athletes. <laughs> I've yeah. had that experience in my life. It's a, first of all, it's a wild thing to even say out loud. But, but to satisfy the, the agreements goes, and make sure these yes. guys are good and yes. the relationship is yes. good, you do what you got to do. Yep. And, and, but what I'm saying is, like, that's the business, right? Like, you write, you write checks to pay these guys to show up. It's not like they call you and say, hey, Give me $25,000 to come to something. 99.9% of the time, you're reaching out to that athlete's team and saying, hey, I would love your guy to show up at my spot. What do we have to do to make that happen? And, dude, more often than not, the guys work with you every which way they can. The athletes, I've never had a poor experience with a guy. And just, Keith, I was listening on my way down from East Hanover to Bradley Beach. I was like, you know, I wanted to call in because I got to see it tonight. All this stuff we see online, TMZ, New York Post, and Twitter, and Facebook. I saw the kid in person for two and a half hours tonight. And he was a gem, dude. And he did multiple things today. So he did the Hobby Hive. He did Bubba Coos. He did uh, Coniglio's. So, like, this guy put in a full work week on the Tuesday of a game week going in to face the Philadelphia Eagles in the link. I got to clap it up for the guy. I got to give him respect. I I can't let people tear him down over $10,000 allegedly uh, his agent asked for. We don't. We don't really know what went down. What we do know is that he was there, and that's the best thing yep. you can do. You can make somebody's day. I'm sure he made some kids' days that don't know so, anything about that. He made someone's entire day, week, Christmas by being physically there. Yep. No, you're absolutely right, my man. Hey, you're Frank. Have right. a good one, well, bro. Look, if I don't talk to you, always rooting for you. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you and Jackson and, and your bride, brother. I hope you guys have an awesome one. Thank you, bro. I'll hit you soon. All have right. a good holiday. Eight seven seven. 337-6666. Man, that's something about being in the public eye that I just hate, man, especially with social media because it's negative, right? So as soon as people see a report that this kid, which he's allowed to do, you can have your rate. 
my rate is going up in 2024. You can have your rate for what it costs to, to book you and take time out of your free time or time away from doing your business, your actual job. But I, as soon as I see people attacking him over $10,000, whether that's true or false, he made it right, he showed up. And whether you think it's damage control or saving face, I don't care. He physically was there and made people's day, multiple hundreds of people's day today. So shout out to Tommy DeVito and his agent and his family. Uh, I'm rooting for those guys. 877-337-6666. Let's keep it rolling. KM to AM returns right after this. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. It was all a dream. All right. A couple minutes here before we hit the next break. And the update, Keith McPherson on the fan talking sports. I mean, we're getting to the point in the NFL season where you might be over it. You might check your FanDuel account and be like, wow, I had no idea I was down thousands of dollars. It's a long season. Your fantasy team might be bounced. I don't know how much you guys put up to play fantasy every year, but I put up like $500 between like three different leagues. I only have one team that or one fantasy team that's still alive right now. Hopefully I win that. That's always a good little Christmas bonus to win fantasy football. But maybe your your real-life team is out of it, eliminated from playoff contention, and, man, you're already on to the draft and next year. We love the NFL. The NFL is king. But these refs are bogus. The officiating has been terrible this year. You don't know what to believe. You don't know what you're watching. You don't know what's going to happen next. And, as hype as we get, as much as we miss the NFL in the offseason, we can't wait for kickoff. That reality sets in. It's not that great. And everybody can't win. And some of the same teams end up at the top of the mountain. We'll see this year. We'll see this year. I can't wait for this weekend slate of games. We get Christmas Eve games, Christmas games. You get the number one seed in the AFC versus the number one seed in the NFC. And then you get what I've been calling the fraud bowl. You know what the Fraud Bowl is? Of course you know what the Fraud Bowl is. I mean, the Fraud Bowl is between two teams that are paper tigers. They beat up on all the teams below 500, not really beating the teams above 500. The Cowboys and Dolphins will be the first game in NFL history between teams with 20-plus combined wins, but one or fewer wins versus teams above 500. The Cowboys are 1-3 versus teams above 500. The Dolphins are 0-3 versus teams above 500. Let's see what happens, folks. Al is in Maywood. What's up, Al? You're on the fan. Keith, what's going on, my man? You know, hanging in there, hosting the show, taking calls. Thanks for calling. I love the segue, the fraud ball. You know, that's what I was calling about. Yes, sir. <laughs> what, do you think the outcomes, what do you think the outcome's going to be? I think the Dolphins win. And I, I know I'm the, the Cowboys fan that doesn't believe in them, and I never get on here and tell you, bet the Cowboys and we the boys. And, you know, I always say, how about them Cowboys? But I'm just realistic. Uh, they're they're I not good get on the little, road. I get a little nervous, though, you know. I have a good feeling that the Dolphins are going to win this game. But then again, in the back of my mind, you know, I had that good feeling that they were going to beat the Chiefs this year out in Germany. But unfortunately, fell a little short. So, uh, you know, I'm anticipating anticipating this matchup greatly because then right after the Cowboys, we go to Baltimore and then finish up the season home against the Bills. So right. it's going to be a nice stretch. And Tough I mean, stretch. Hey, listen, and you need to win I'll this tell one. You, 
I will take, listen, if they could do two out of three, I'm satisfied. If they can go, you know, if they go one out of three, uh, so be it. But, I mean, you know, that's that's just my take. I will say, though, to get back on to what you, got, what you were saying, and I applaud you immensely, you know, for the Tommy DeVito props and everything. And I had read that, and I think this is awesome as well, that Alex Verdugo showed up. Amongst the fans, and I guess, like, donated $800, whatever the case, to charity to go meet Tommy DeVito. I think oh, that's Oh, I great. didn't hear about I that mean, at all. Let me look that I up. Read that, I read that on X. I mean, whether it's true or not, but I did, and I think that's awesome. I really do. I mean, it is amazing. The kid living his dream, living the life, and to your point, right, he's got to get ready for the Eagles. He's in the... And he's in the thick of things when we're talking about a football season. You know, he's got to study film, the practice and everything. And you're absolutely right. Going out to all these meet and greets, the taking of the pictures, the signing of the autographs, it's very exhausting. You know, I will say, because being a product of somebody that grew up um, as a person that was close to a very iconic baseball player in New York at the time that he landed, uh, just – a real quick side note, Dave Winfield, when he came to the Yankees in 1980, when he signed on the Yankees, my father, he actually, back in the day, was a limousine driver. And they came to my father, the company that ran, the company that ran it, and said, hey, listen, we got a question to ask you. How would you like to be Dave Winfield's personal driver? And my father was like, Dave Winfield, the guy from the San Diego Padres? He said, heck, why not? And the rest is kind of history. So Dave Winfield is a very big part of my family mm -hmm. growing up. And like I said, and I've seen all that. You know, I, I, I was around it. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you, it's like firsthand when you see all those people. I mean, they like to bash and so forth. And I was one of those people, too. And I see all the papers coming out with, like, oh, Winfield this, Winfield that. And I'm like, do you really know the guy? I mean, nope. I've gotten to know him, the guy. And I was just like, he's been nothing but great to my family. I was just like, and we still keep in touch um, to this day. Um, you know, he's living his life, family, kids, and everything else. I wish him the best. Uh, but all I want to say on an end note, Keith, listen, enjoy the holiday. I know it's your first Christmas with the newborn, and that's a great feeling. And honestly, man, I hope... 2024 is even better for you, man, because you are an amazing talent, and I'm glad you became a part of the fan because you make my days, my nights a lot better. So um, in that, have a great Christmas, Keith, and I do look forward to watching the Fraud Bowl, and, you know, I'm going to be rooting on my Dolphins. You'll be rooting on your Cowboys, and I'll talk to you after the game. <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks for the call and the compliments, the kind words, Al. Uh, I'll add uh, one more thing to the whole matchup with the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Tyreek Hill was working out before the game against the Jets trying to see if he could go. I thought he was going to go. He didn't have to go. They knew they could beat the Jets without Tyreek Hill. He's going to play against the Dallas Cowboys. And when he's back, this guy is their whole offense. They can handle the ball. They can throw him the ball. They can throw it short, throw it deep. He's tough for any defense to stop. And now the book is out. Right, They're also going to run the ball. Raheem Mostert has, what, 20 touchdowns? The Cowboys were exposed by James Cook running the ball at them. They also gave up a bunch of points to the Seahawks, to the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith and DK Metcalf. So I think just, you know, it's a week-to-week -week league. 
The Cowboys have to bounce back. They don't play well on the road. Hopefully they don't you know, have any distractions down there in Miami and uh, Christmas Eve or whatnot. It's the fraud bowl. But I just think that the Dolphins are in better position. I think that the Dolphins will get Tyreek back. And it'll probably be a little bit of a shootout, a back and forth, that I think Tua and the Dolphins win. But I'd love to see the Dallas Cowboys win it. I just feel like the Dallas Cowboys are going to go 12-5 and again. So that means they'll lose another game and win two more games. And I think that they beat the Lions at home and the Commanders at home, but I think they lose to the Dolphins on the road. I also can't verify that Alex Verdugo story anywhere. Uh, I, I, I feel like Alex Verdugo wouldn't be in New Jersey. And I know we were talking about Alex Verdugo this week as far as um, seeing that he shaved his facial hair. But I don't, there's no reason for him to be uh, in New Jersey, New York area yet. Uh, so I can't. I, I'll try and find more on that Verdugo showing up. I'm not sure where that story came from. I, don't, I can't. I don't know if that's true. But we'll, we'll talk more about the uh, Yankees facial hair policy. I wanted to clear something up. I, I did it last night, but I'll do it again. We'll talk about Alex Verdugo and uh, you know the Yankee way. Let's take a break. Come back. 10 o'clock hours coming. We're rolling. Keith McPherson on the fan. BRB. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 